Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Agriculture. Lenny and Larry. Excuses. Humble farmer had a farm. E I E I O. On his farm, he had some windigos. E I E I O. With humility here and a campfire there. Here, herd, here, a group, here, a gaggle, gaggle. <laughs> Humble farmer. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh, oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate, procrastinate on, on the bench. bench. <laughs> Did you miss us? Because it's been two weeks. Sorry. Not sorry. Well, we I wrote a big excuse on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook that hopefully everybody saw. So I was, right. I was a little bit... For those of you that didn't see it, That's right. here's what Did it our, said. For those of you not monitoring our social media status at all times... Very closely. I don't <laughs> post enough, thankfully, for you to be missing much. <laughs> but They're like, we haven't heard from them. Oh, it's the same old, same old. It's just excuses about why they didn't do stuff. <laughs> well, it was... It was 4th of July, and um, I went to visit relatives, which I hadn't seen and you know, who whom I haven't seen in a couple years, practically. So, you know, giant niece and nephew that were like little kids the last time I saw them, of course. They're you like know, kids are like that. My kids, of now. course, are like, yeah. you know, looking down on everyone. Well, not really in that, in that family, because my brother-in-law's tall, but like, you know, they're just giant. And everybody's just giant. Kids are just giant. They're just big, but um, yeah, it was fun. But um, I mean, so it's been I at was least two years. Right? I was gone. Yeah, yeah. and then I, so we couldn't podcast. And then Trisha's son had the snuffles, and I didn't want to get it. Yeah, yeah. No he COVID. Got, he got a cold, and poor little guy. I'm, you know, I'm so I have so much PTSD from COVID. I immediately like he gets up in the morning. He's like, my throat hurts. I look at it. It's red. He has the sniffles. It's not just like allergy sniffles. It's like kind of gross. Yeah. And cross- he's sick. Like, yeah. Like and so cold. It, it's, it was like an intense amount of snot. So <laughs> I, I call the pediatrician and I'm like, immediately we must have him in now because he might die. So we get him in and they do a strep test real quick because it was pretty raw. Yeah. And, and then they did this COVID test, which is up the nose. And poor guy. I thought they had other ways to do it now. Because that up the nose It is was still awful. a rapid test. We I've... still got the results that same day. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's because of the rapid test, though. Maybe it's all... I know there's an at-home test you can get now, too. So, But that takes like a week to yeah. get back. And then you're like, I've infected I think it's everyone. Just like I'm you, just kidding. Well, well we're all would, vaccinated. You would know, like... He's the only one I that's was not... Exposed. Oh, well, well, both your kids, because they're too They're young. under 12. So, you know, they're fucked either way. So, anyways... <laughs> not COVID... Not spreading COVID, no Just a problem. Cold, but I didn't want it. Nope. Well, and Aaron got it too. Yeah, so I was like, sorry, Trisha, I'm not. I didn't over. get it. My daughter or my other kid had a little bit of a like a raw throat, but we were also swimming a bunch, and I don't know. Sometimes you'll like feel a little run down from the chlorine, screaming, Just all the screaming, Stop screaming, so much so screaming. Much. So he's fine, and then I was supposed to put out another Lucy bonus, which um, I think I'll just pop out this week. Maybe I'm not gonna make any promises because I break them. But um, yeah, sorry. Uh, You're a promise breaker. Just 
I'm trying You're to take time off of work. Here <laughs> you keep breaking promises, promises <laughs> that you just don't keep. Um, That's okay, Trisha. Anyways, we'll let you off the hook. It is well, the I'm summer. Well, I'm trying to take a break two weeks off. And when you try summer. and take two weeks off of work, you have a really bad week the week before you go because you're trying to wrap everything up. So that's been my week. And... You know, if I work every night till like eight this week, then I can have next week off. <laughs> Wait, are you and you have family coming? Too. I have, yeah, my sister and nieces are coming. Same um, thing as me. Like yep. you're, you people you haven't Two seen years. in a long time. No, it's Postponed hard. our trip like Everybody's four times. with this. Yeah. We, we kept pushing it out in the beginning of COVID. We kept pushing it out like three months, two months, and then three months, and then Thanksgiving, and then... And then the, it was the just next like, summer, which was last summer, and then it was like maybe spring break, this last spring break, and then it was like nope, and then now this summer. So four postponements later, we're finally having our like because we try to go to there in Washington, we try and go there, and then they try and come here and like alternate. We were trying to start a thing, yeah, but then but then COVID, COVID. <laughs> it just fucked everything up. So and then her kids are also under 12 so then it was like you know if they're not even letting school back in normal it, you know th- we just couldn't justify it at yeah. the last point which was spring break and uh, we we're just like no we're just gonna wait so here it is the trip of all trips dun, dun, dun. the kids are so excited like out of their minds everybody's excited. really excited it, the world is you know a new place now it's actually just the place that we was before but well, it's it exciting be- to be able to do shit i i'm i have to say like myself included i mean like yeah i mean for the kids it's obviously harder because their lives are shorter than ours i mean like <laughs> they have not been around as much as we have right. maybe is the way to say it but like even just like i don't know i think i already told this story last time but just having coffee but it's just like you know it's just being able to just go out a little bit yeah. is like very exciting and the pediatrician, rewarding. when he called me to tell me that Logan didn't have COVID, I was like, you know, it's just so funny. He wears a mask. He goes to a camp, but they are socially distanced. Adults aren't allowed in. Like, it's all very, you know, everybody on their line kind of a situation with a mask and blah, 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 blah. He goes, yeah, well, he's sex. Like, they're gross. You know, like, they, like. They catch it. Touch things. That's literally, like, he's what like, they do. Also, everybody in the world is making up for lost time. He goes, we went from being a ghost town at the pediatrician's office to being so busy we can't even handle it. Like, because there's so many little colds going around right now. It's because it's, like it's just influx of viruses everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. but thankfully so. not bad ones. Well, and everybody's so we're normally you might not take your kid if they didn't have a fever and they just had sniffles. You'd just be like, well, stay home from camp today, and like in two days you'll be fine. That's how you would normally react, but all the parents are reacting like, we need we need all the tests right now because, <laughs> you know, it's just like that. Paranoia so. strikes <gasps> Yes. Into your life. Is it it your will life? creep. Into your life it will creep. Into your and mind. And on it... your feet. No. no. Okay. Forget Paranoia it. Paranoia strikes deep. Into, Into your life it will Life, not creep. mind. Yeah, I can't remember who's my life or mind. Okay. We're... That was Into a weird tangent. your mind it will peak. <laughs> is this the beginning of the podcast? What's happening? It you is the beginning happening? of the podcast. We you know what's happening? We just talked about traveling and 
children being giant right for like club. 10 minutes. Right club's happening. So there's a right club this week and everybody and got their due. stuff in and they were amazing. Guys. And kudos to all of you. Yes. And no kudos. We will take our kudos back from ourselves. <laughs> we still have to, we could still stop and do it. Yeah, we need to do it. We didn't do it. I was going to do it and then I can give you all the reasons why. What are, are they all the similar reasons to what we just listed out? Pretty much. Yeah. Like mine also has to do with wanting to watch like um TV. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good shit. We've been like consuming all of it. I don't know why too, but every time I text you something, you've already seen it. Okay, I'm like, so I told like you that about character, that show, the hack. You're like that character on SNL that's always like always like, I already did that and I already I did all of that and I also invented that and you're just like you know, the one that Kristen Wiig used to do. <laughs> yep. I love that character. Yep. But I no, am, but seriously, every her. time I'm like, this is great. Well, maybe you did tell me, but also I just, there's so many yeah. things no, that I just lose track over you Because you'll text me sometimes and be like, what was that one show with that person you told me was good? And I'm like, <laughs> that was a good one. oh, Jesus, I have no idea because <laughs> I tell you like 5,000 things every time I see you. And any one of those things could be a good show. I probably should write them person. down with the pen and paper I have sitting really, next to me. That was instead... really a funny one. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening right now. Um, <sighs> anyway. Yeah, that show everything. about the writer called The Hack, which writers hacks. hacks. You would like it because it is about it's an out-of-work writer. amazing. And it's a so comedian. good. So funny. And I love that actress. She was also on Mara of Easton, Mayor of Easton. She was the mom. Yes. And, and she was in Designing Women way was. back in the she day. She was. I forgot that. <laughs> Which is really oh, what I remember wow. her from. Old school memory. <laughs> one time one of my coworkers said that. He was like, I don't know what he said something. And then we were like, yeah, I can't do that. Or I'm going to be busy. Or, and he's like, there's like a Designing Women marathon. <laughs> like, I just, I'm sorry. I, I can't. It. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, where's that? I want to watch that. That's but anyway. So funny. Well, maybe Designing Women know. was a television show in the eighties <laughs> for anyone that's for younger youngins. than us. And uh it was about these four women that had like an interior design company. Yeah. It was like Annie Potts, this chick whose Deborah name I Burke. can't remember. Is that her name Deborah Burke? That's not the actress in the hacks oh. show. I'll look it up. I don't know. It was four ladies and they were amazing and I don't know one name I can remember is Annie Potts for some well, reason. I, I, I love her a I lot. I think that but... Deborah Burks was one of them. Designing women, 1986 to 1993. And so, yeah, Deborah Burke, Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. Yes. Annie Potts. And, yeah. And, oh, and Jean Smart, who is the lady who's in Hacks. There you go. And Hacks is, you know, if you're a writer, it is about writing comedy and, like, the identifying in that writing mindset and, like, kind of you know, being full of yourself in some ways, like they can hear all that. And like, you know, especially in the Hollywood kind of, because this this chick is from like a Los Angeles, like TV show sort of based writing background. So it's really good. Um, So it's actually research, I think. It is definitely (laughs) research. And like comedy writing is, is so different. Well, they're, they're doing like stand up comedy writing. So that's even like, different than all the other stuff but our big binge um this week is rose byrne is in a new show on apple tv called physical (gasps) oh i want to see that it is in fucking incredible i it is the 80s are like so much having a moment right now but her actually the the writing (laughs) 
Not so just the, finding women. That was just the having a moment. Sorry, just the actress. The writing and physical is so good because there she has this running interior monologue. So when someone says something, you'll hear her. There's sort of the way her voice sounds when it's just in her head, or when she, and she's like smiling, and she'll be like, "I don't know you, big fat piece of shit. I hate your guts." <laughs> And then she's like, oh, really? That's great. Like, it's just constantly like that. It is a very dark comedy, but yeah. it's so, the acting's so good. You're oh, going to love I it. I want to see it. Um, Yeah. So this has been a TV Corner. Well, I well, mean. Oh, and Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Yes. It's another great show where the writing. There's only a couple of those. Yeah. Right. Because we watched yeah. them all. There's like. Oh, my God. Another one you coming guys. out on Sunday, which it's I'm like the, so excited about. the chick about. that was on Schitt's Creek. I can't even remember anybody's Allison name. Allison something. Yeah. yeah. She played. Um, Jesus, she played that the, show's good. The daughter and uh, um, what is Alexis. The sister? the sister. She was also the sister. She's the sister and the daughter. <laughs> Alexis. As many um, people are. Alexis Bebe. Um, so she is such showing such acting chops on this show. Oh my god. And when it first started, because it, it plays off like a like, like an eighties sitcom. sitcom, almost on the Roseanne set in or, a way. Or like married with children yes. kind of. Yeah. And there, but yeah. there's a laugh track. Yeah. When it's in one side of the show. And no, then and then when she side, has like this a weird, reality. Oh, side do you of the love show. the lighting? The lighting the lighting changes kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, it changes. Or Everything changes. No, show. the color no. correction changes. Yeah. The lighting changes. The sound changes. And when I first turned it on, so Aaron and I have this thing where like, I have a thing about sitcoms like, um, I don't know, um, fucking Three's Company, right? Yeah, stuff like that. Bosom Buddies. Lots of those had laugh tracks, and it didn't bother me. But when you go back and watch them, even Friends had a laugh track, and you watch it and you hear the laugh track, it's a little unnerving. Like, why is it? Why are people laughing? Like, because we're so used to watching these like, yeah, dark comedies where there's not a laugh track, or you know, they just don't do that anymore, right? Yeah. So now when you watch it and you hear this laugh track and he's like, this is a new show. Cause it looks all like old kind of in the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cheesy and old. And, uh, it's all a part of the game. So right. Right. It is, it is, uh, it is really brilliantly. Oh, written. it's so good. The characters guys. are so good. Go, go watch it. The acting's so good. I was like, how is she going to do that? Like I, and she's just like proven herself to me because it was important that that actress you know she was worried about what you would think of it and I know she told she was. me that she was like she and i text hey, sometimes hey shauna tell trisha i'm gonna nail this part okay <laughs> i can i can be dark i can be dark oh i had a quote what's your quote and we didn't start talking let's about stop talking bullshit. about television shit. this is my excuse for not writing this week <laughs> It was a long one. I had to watch all, like the t- our, all the TV. That was a big excuse monologue or dialogue because there's two of us. So there were you know, there sometimes you, go. you need a break. And um, these some of these new shows are pretty fun and exciting to see because there's some good writing going on. There this is, is like the era. Some the, really creative. People stuff. say it's the golden age of television or the new golden age. Of it's television. not like sequels, prequels. No, you know, it's all like stuff. original, fresh cool, and new, funky <laughs> ideas. Some really good Good-off women. Boat. No, and really good like women-led directing stuff and too, writing. Mm-hmm. You know, like and hacks acting. is like all women. Yep you know crew or not crew but you know writing and producing and all that yep. and then the cast is obviously amazing and then the same thing with kevin can go yep. fuck himself i yep. mean at least with a lead dealing with being a woman it's really because it's a lot you to guys. deal with being a woman okay now we're gonna have a quote from a man 
That's a good segue. Yeah. I like it. Start writing no matter what. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. Louis L'Amour. <laughs> Louis and- L'Amour would be mad at me this week because I cut my faucet off. Louis L'Amour <laughs> was like an old Western novel writer. Oh. Yeah. So uh, like. Home, home on the range. I mean, maybe not that. <laughs> Right? Isn't that Louis L'Amour? Am I, I don't am know I who Louis of, L'Amour is. Oh, that's so weird because I had so many other quotes. I don't know why, up, but, but then it I just decided instantly to do made that me one. think of Pepe Le Pew, which is nothing to do with this at all. <laughs> Louis L'Amour, Pepe Le Pew. No, wait. Am I making that up? Yeah, I mean, no, possibly. Westerns. Yeah, no, no. Because um, Western novels or sh- movies? Novels. Novels. He's a writer. You know, I've never written Louis Lamar. I've never read any. He's he's like tons. Oh, like he's tons like of renowned. Like, like, people like, are yelling at their people know about Louis Lamar. Earbuds. Right he's now. written he wrote like it was like one of those things like paperback, paperback, like just bajillions of them. Gotcha. Like prolific. Like John Carpenter and yeah. Like a like a Stephen King but Stephen King of Western Western stories. Wow. Called to the far blue mountain. I bet Louis like Lamar is tired. Mass market paperback. There you go. Ma- oh, that's what it's called. Mass market paperback. I didn't know that's what it was called. The style of book where you just like when there's just they sell them like they used them. to sell them like at the grocery store. Yeah, I used to buy so many young adult you know, ones like we that. We talked about this before. I know because it's like I I feel like I used to get a book every time we went to the grocery store, which is so Did weird. Did you read like the Sweet Valley High books? No, I used to read the ones that were like. They weren't called Sweet Valley High, but they were called like Sweet it was all like something. I don't know. They were, but they weren't all, all about the same characters. Junior High is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the knockoff, <laughs> the generic Sweet you know Valley what I High. I really like Sweet Valley High, and I think that's why I think I, just I read like one or, oh, all the books everywhere. So many, but that's like that you know, like those dime store paperbacks, like yeah. basically or whatever you call them. And they mass, were never called dime store in my day. Paperback. Well, they didn't cost a dime. I no, we but did not grow up in a time where exactly, anything. Exactly. I don't know why I called a it a phone call. Dime store paperback. Like what? Yeah. Anyways, that's the end. Goodbye. Okay. So. That's Lee Lamar, and he's right about that. I don't know if he's right about other turn, stuff, because I don't know anything you about him. turn the water on to fill the faucet. What was it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, that too. Start writing no matter what. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. You're not, there's no writing if until you don't. You turn just it start. On. Okay? Just turn it on. Start something. <laughs> spend three minutes writing a Don't a spend prompt. 20 minutes with excuses like we did or do. And then just feel like it's, it's going to okay. be fine. And you can just get back on the horse. I wrote some lists. Like I wrote a grocery list and like a list of things to do when my sister's visiting. And I, I write a lot of to-do lists. <laughs> A list of things I must finish before Tuesday. I think I like wrote an email. I'm just kidding. Well, no one's so many. No one's been in the house in so long, and I'm like running around doing weird things like changing lamp fixtures and putting up (laughs) curtains in rooms that didn't have them, and buying pillows because I'm like I don't have enough pillows. Like she's definitely putting Trisha or hello everybody. I'm talking about (laughs) Trisha. She had me look at her curtains when I came in. I did. And I was like, like, I don't want to. I said, you want to see these curtains and see what I did to the room? And she's like, not really. No, you said, do you want to help me hang up curtains? And I said, no. Well, the... Because I didn't want to help you do that. The hardware's already hung up. I know. I'm just lazy. And I was like, I don't want to do that. No. And then I went upstairs anyway. I have a new shower curtain in my house that has not been hung up for like a couple weeks now. Because I... 
didn't do it. Okay. And then no one else did. I also didn't tell anybody to do it. So there was also that piece of it. But anyway. They had shower doors. No, it's all shower. Uh, only one of them has a shower door. Oh. The other ones have shower If you curtains. need another shower curtain, I found one that I somehow kept because I thought it was cute. And I don't have a shower curtain need here at my house. Hmm, maybe later. Okay. Just, you I'll know. I'll just take it and not put that one up, too. I have extra knobs, extra shower <laughs> curtains. Did that knob I gave you fix your knob problem? Well, I, bu- I bought a knob. Did you just buy one knob? No, I had to buy four because oh. they never come in just well, one. Well, now you can bring all of them to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to. and I, But the one I bought sucks, and I need to try the one you gave me because it doesn't okay. really fit right. Yeah. I don't know how to put knobs on things. I mean, you just you just <laughs> screw the knob on. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, just research the knob episode, and then you will. Knob. I replayed it recently because we talked about knobs. Maybe we should change all the knobs in here on all our little cabinets Ooh, for cute ones because I have all these different That would ones. be fun. And then it would look even more chaotic. I like it. Maybe yep. you don't like it, but I like no, it. No, I like it. Awesome. That was okay. this has been another knob talk session on the bench. <laughs> knob talk. <laughs> that sounds like a knob weird talk. like like a weird like YouTube, you it's know, weird, series or something. It's like, a weird like or like an Skinamax SNL skit series. No, or like like a, like bench a, at night, bench at dark, <laughs> knob talk. But then it's just like us talking about it's like QVC <laughs> or something. We're like, We're like, oh my god, I look love at this porcelain one. one. This one is so interesting. <laughs> it's like blue with little specks on it. Look at this one. And, you're, and then you're like, the, yeah, fabulous. I love the porcelain one. I love the ones that look like big diamonds. Do you know what you can do with knobs is you can make like a hat hanger with them on a piece. You just need a piece of board. Just paint it any color, any leftover paint in your garage. I mean, we would be so good at this. I know. And I we can really do Get your that. husband to like just pilot a hole and then just screw your knob in. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy. Oh and then he put a nut on the back of the knob. Uh, I'm gonna say so many things. You you don't you were so sexist right now. Get your husband. You, I know you would never get your. You would no, just do it yourself. I use the drill. You're in my house. the power tool. I'm the one that taught chick. my husband how to use a drill. You All right? know, unless he's listening. I would just tell my. <laughs> I wouldn't tell my husband. I would tell my best. You would tell Trisha. me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being like old fashioned QVC. Oh, I see. Like back yeah. in like oh, yeah, the designing you- women days. Oh yeah. You, you know. know. Although those ladies were all on their They're own. They're pretty handy. They were no, single ladies. They were they like were single ladies. They were all single. I think or they like were like divorced, had love lives and shit. Or like they were like yeah. on their own. Somehow. So they were like it was like their dating shenanigans. It was sort of like in that era of like Golden Girls where it was like And they had like shoulder very pads. Very liberating. And, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's not like that anymore. What happened? Well maybe not. It's all different now. You mean like it's not like that with women, older women yeah. doing things together, like podcasting? Well, I guess. <laughs> Are we old now? We're we're like the we're like the Annie Potts of of the two thousand twenties. I'm gonna be Annie Potts. Who do you wanna be? Do you uh, wanna be I'll Dixie, be Jean no, Dixie I'm gonna, Carter? I'm gonna oh. be Jean Smart, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you That's, be Jean her smart. shit is tight. She's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. Well, now that you know what so now that we you are know today, which designing women characters we are, <laughs> I'm Handy Potts and Trisha is Jean. What's smart. her name again? Jean, Jean smart. smart. It's such an easy name, but I can't remember. That's the only it. reason I remember it. <laughs> Jean Smart. I don't know. Or maybe I should be Deborah Burke. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I might have to go back and watch some old episodes. <laughs> Looks like Jan, our friend Jan Hooks. 
um, was on a couple episodes. Yeah, she's our friend too. Just like, like the chick I from Shit's Creek. Yes. All right. All right. Goodbye, everyone. We have to have a snack. I don't know what we're going to have. We're oh going to have to go dig gosh. something up. No, we somewhere. have some leftover snacks. Oh, we do have a lot of You're things. in for a treat, and so are we, because I forgot oh, about oh, it. Woo! <laughs> Party on the bench with our knobs. Goodbye. <laughs> Give me that snack book. So we have more things from the bunny box. Is that what it's called? Bunny James. Bunny James. This is that my parents sent us a while ago. And we ate all the savory stuff. Like we tried a bar of meat and some other stuff that was really good that you actually bought more of. Oh my gosh, those little asparagus things. Yeah, marinated asparagus. So good. All it or the the moon cheese, like crispy. With nuts. Yeah, yeah, you had that That one time when you came over to my house. Yeah. I was like, I have a bunch of these. Yeah, I actually reordered them. They were so good. So now we're trying. Well, this, these are nuts, so they're not sweet. Nuts. They're pumpkin seeds, or I guess they're a seed, and it's a pocket snack. <laughs> just put it in a pocket. It's just so pocket-sized. <laughs> Family Farm Grown, the do brand, you, do you is play, Eden. Do you play, um, no. oh, what's that toy, the pocket? I don't know. Penny pockets or posy pockets. Polly pocket. Polly pocket, thank you. No, but there was someone's making a movie of it I saw. No, uh. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's so, her name? The, <laughs> what's really, her name? I love her. You do love her, Lena Dunham. Oh, I do love her. Actually, I actually, she's making it a movie. Polly Pockets movie hasn't been done yet. It is one cartoon they haven't done a movie of. So I guess you know, there's she's know got that going about for it. I never had that. My aunt Chrissy, we go there for every Thanksgiving back when things were normal, and there she doesn't have a lot of toys because her. Her kids are all grown up, but in the closet, there's like one little basket. So there's a couple yo-yos, a couple little things, and there's a three Polly Pockets things that were my cousins when they were little. And my daughter and son will just are they like a millennial age kind of toy? Because I don't. It wasn't around. No, we didn't play with it. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're thirty-ish, like like mid thirties. Yeah, they're millennials. So. They love Polly Pockets when they were little. That was like their their so jam. So that's gonna be so very Lisey popular for was that like, age group. Every time we went to Chrissy's house from like the age of two on, was like the Polly Pockets were there. So and it's pretty funny. Apparently, Polly Pocket had pocket sn- snacks. She probably had a pocket snack, and it was maybe a pumpkin. These are good. Pumpkin I seeds. like pumpkin dry seeds. roasted. Yeah, they're delicious. I love pumpkin seeds. They're also like good for your brain or. I mean, or probably all of that. Something like that. All right. Yeah, yeah. they have zinc, protein, zinc, iron, and magnesium. And iron and magnesium are good for your brain, for if you are prone to headaches or migraines. Um, it could be like an iron and magnesium deficiency. So that's really good for So this that. is going to be your nutritional uh, sidebar. Yeah. Um, nuts on the bench. Okay, so Next now seeds. Nuts, seeds. knobs, and seeds. Seeds. One time... When I was in band camp, just kidding. <laughs> I know. It's like, what are you gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> it, when when Lee started preschool, the, you weren't allowed to send peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because no peanuts, right? I mean, I was at the grocery store with Aaron, and we're like, well, so what kind of sandwich will we make? And because you know they would eat like a turkey sandwich, but mostly peanut butter and jelly was like the thing you ate, right? And I was, I picked up the sun butter. And I'm oh, like, yeah, sunflower and seed I stood butter. there and I went, is sunflower seed butter a nut? 
and this lady was like shopping behind me and she turned around and went no it's a seed <laughs> she's like, all you dumb you idiot. idiot i know you're like Sorry. i was like okay and then i bought it that was a good story Okay, now okay. I'm already moving on pocket to the next snacks. Snack. The pocket snacks. These are was all great. pocket size snack snacks. Snack snacks. So this brand is Lenny. I'm choking. Lenny and Larry. You probably have seen it at a grocery store because they're these giant cookies, and sometimes they're like protein. I have seen those at a gas station or a gas station. Yeah, yeah. Really, like a convenience, but like store. in like a clear package. I feel like, but so they have a bunch of yep. different ones. This is a keto cookie. It's are green. they supposed to be like Ben and Jerry, like Lenny and Larry? Lenny ben and, Jerry. and Larry, they're crazy. Look how crazy they are. <laughs> I Seriously, like, I was like, what's happening to you? Because <laughs> that's how they, they look. do look pretty crazy. They look like I just they share right one now. afro. Apparently, <laughs> they're really excited. Lenny and Larry, right, I'll try it. So this is a keto cookie. It's coconut and grain-free, gluten-free, protein. I don't know what's made out of. It's made out of like probably coconut flour. Just a bunch of crap. I don't know. <laughs> a bunch of crap. Grain-free flour blend. Almond flour is what it's made out of. Mm. Pea protein, almond butter. Yeah, pea protein. Everybody. There's all like this, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what ethanol funny. is, but it's in all of this. Yeah. There's palm oil in it. Not good. Um, root fiber. Ugh. Okay, anyway, just have a bite. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's like... Just kind of plain. Very coconutty. It does sort of, like, satisfy that cookie. Like, if I had, like, a cup of coffee, this, this would is be like really... A, <laughs> My yeah. mom always says that. It's yeah. like, good with coffee. Like, it's kind of a plain, bland cookie, it's, but it's not terrible. Yeah. It's not amazing. Yeah. Let's face it, folks. Only real cookies taste good. (laughs) No, that is not, that's not far from the truth. And you can make a really decent Even Lenny and Larry are having a crazy time. (laughs) They're like, wow, the crazy guys. I don't know. They just look like a Hulk. Like they're trying too hard to be cool. like pretty crazy. So now we're gonna their eat their logo looks more fun than their cookie. This bar of is it a it's a bar of chocolate this is time. It's a bar of, it's not a bar of meat. It's like a brownie bar, but it looks keto like keto bars. Does it have like um, chocolate peanut butter flaxseed in it or something? Like no, it's got like some seeds and shit. It looks almost like um chia Ooh. chia seed ish. It's kind of good. This one has much less ingredients, which I like. It's just peanut butter, chocolate, coconut. Again, the ethetol or whatever that is, salt, and then stevia, the sweetener. Try it. First, it seems cool, but then I'm not sure if it is. <laughs> Did his face? Did some weird things right now. I don't understand what all the little bits are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nuts? See, they do kind of look like flax seeds or something. I think they're coconut. Really? Like chopped up coconut. Because they're kind of chewy. It's like... Not my not my favorite. <laughs> it does like... have a good chocolate peanut butter taste at first. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of taste that background It's stevia. really like strong in the beginning. So you're like, oh, chocolate. I feel like it'd be better if it was just cocoa. Like dark chocolate cocoa with no sugar. And then the peanut butter adds the sugar. 
It's like it's you know how like Lara bars are really good because they sweeten them. The dates. If this was like a date, if instead they put of a dates stevia, instead of stevia, it would be so much better. I think the Lara chocolate peanut butter one is so much better than that. Yeah. Lara bars are just made with like few ingredients and it's all natural in it's case all, you ever want one. Yeah. And go like, get one because they're I good. I don't know. Or Lisa, I haven't had them Lisa in a while. Lisa keeps making me watch documentaries. So I learned all about palm oil. And so now I'm like looking at all the ingredients of things and I'm just like they disguise the name in weird ways on food to like trick you, you know, because that's just how they're ingredients like, are. Lap. No, they, they use the backwards. like the <laughs> the uh, biological name of the palm tree. Oh. Instead of using the word palm, or they'll it'll say like palm something, but it won't say oil. So if you're like, I can't, ha- I shouldn't have palm oil, but it's still in everything. It's everywhere. It's crazy. So even though I talked a lot of shit, anyways, about Lenny and Larry, I did in fact just have another bite of that cookie. That's just how you are, though. I know. Yeah, the Lenny and Larry cookie I almost will eat is like anything, a, even if I don't really like it, I'll still eat it. What are those cookies it. you make? I don't like, know why I'm like that. The Madeleines, or mm-hmm. is that what they're called? I don't know. The, the cookies that you make, they're like, you have like a special cookie maker f- tray for them and they like have like a little oval shape. Oh my God, I haven't made those in like a million 20 years. years. Is that a Madeline or? Yeah, but they're kind of like a little pastry. They're a little more, more thick, but they have a flavor, like a mm-hmm. coconut flavor like that, um, which is good, which that's what it's I don't think I have that of. Madeline ba- pan anymore. You used to, I just, that was the only cookie I, you ever I made. Went, <laughs> it's not a cookie though. It's like a little, because like they're kind of soft. Yeah, like they're like a little pastry, like a little baby scone that's soft. I don't know. They're a Madeline. Stop trying to define it. It's called Madeline, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just one cookie I've never made before, so it was your thing, your personal cookie thing. It's kind of a dry cookie, but it was good <laughs> with like a tea or a coffee, like a scone is. Like a scone is not like a d- most delicious pastry in the world, but like I love scones. But I the, miss them. They're so like, good with like with a so warm much drink. Sadness. You have to have something with them, though. Yeah, they're definitely like something you have with like coffee yeah. or tea. Yep. I should figure out a gluten-free one for you. I love, like, the blueberry scones at Starbucks. I know. I could eat, like, one of those right now. <laughs> like, just to, like, rinse all of this <laughs> flavor out of your face. Like, Well, no, now I'm starting to like this Letty and Larry cookie. Coconut cookie. The, it's, like, kind of growing on me. It's that weird thing the, where it grows on you the more you eat it. I feel like the cookie's better than the brownie. I'm not a huge brownie. Well, this is my grandma's brownies. Like real brownies. This yeah. isn't a brownie, though. It's a bar. Oh, that's why it's so thick. It's just like too much. <laughs> it's like the medicine bar. A medicine bar? Venison. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? What kind of medicine is it? <laughs> yeah, the the meat bar was like intense. Bar of meat. Yeah. This is like. I think we spent a long time talking about how we would eat it if it wasn't in a bar shape. <laughs> like. <laughs> Or this how is, we would eat it in an emergency like, disaster. It, yeah, how we would put it in our earthquake kits and we would be happy. I'd put all these in an earthquake kit. Yeah. Because they're actually, first of all, especially like the pumpkin seeds. The pumpkin seeds are my favorite. They're good for you and they're like There's satisfying. There's nothing fake about them. No, they're just pumpkin seeds. Mm, like, which is what's so beautiful about nuts in general is they're just real, real nuts. As long as you don't put like a lot of like salt or sugar on them, they're fine. These have salt because... That's probably why I like them, because I like salt. I like salt. You know, pumpkin seeds. Do you ever save pumpkin seeds out of your pumpkin and then, like, make them 
in the last decade. But they're like so chewy. They never come out like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because they're as because long, they're not. I think cold. I feel like we've done it together too. Where we cooked them like for so long. Yeah, are those chopped up? No, these are um. Okay, so like when you take pumpkin seeds out of a pumpkin, they have a white outer shell. Yeah, this is like the inside of that. They've been uh, like hold. The is pep- that what you call is it, it when you take pepita? the Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is a pepita. Can you pull those out yourself out of every single pumpkin seed? That would probably take. You a mean long like time. a machine that they have in like agriculture? <laughs> I don't know how to make that happen. That for they myself. have in agriculture. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> I'm like, next year, Halloween, you're just going to come over and I'm going to be crying over a pile of pumpkin seeds. And you'd be like, what's wrong, Trisha? And I'm like, I'm taking the pepita out of every <laughs> single like, seed. so horrible. Like 50 million hours later. Can you Or I'll have my son do it. His hands are small and nimble. <laughs> just kidding. A little sweatshop with yeah, Logan. Yeah, just like a bunch of children. pumpkin seeds. I'll invite the whole first pulling. grade over. I'm just like, everybody, open your seeds. I don't even know how you would do it. Now I wish I had one so I could try and crack it open. Crack it open. Because they're like kind of flat. Yeah. I don't even know how you would do it. Uh, agriculture. Machinery. Agriculture would do it. Something in agriculture would help you. You know, where it's like. <laughs> no, I get it. You get what I'm saying. Like right? a, a pumpkin seed husker. Like a big machine <laughs> That's what that it's they called. have in like a like factory where they take the pumpkin seeds. Can you imagine how hard it is? Just a side note. Hats off to agriculture. <laughs> no, because... Hats off to agriculture. Because they've got to have some machi- some machine that takes... Because, okay, you guys, if you... I mean, I'm sure all of you have at some point taken the junk outside of a pumpkin, right? And it's gross. It's all stringy and sticky, and it's super hard to get all that crap off the seeds. First of all, right? right? So, like, if you do this, it's, like, incredibly time-intensive just on that side of it. Then if you're going to hold them or whatever, like, I don't even know how that happens. But, like, so they must have to, like, put them through some weird washing non-sticky thing and then hold. It's, like, a lot of work to get these freaking. That's why they're kind of expensive. I just figured out. How do you de-shell pumpkin seeds? The quickest way to remove seeds from a pumpkin is scrape them. Nope. Pepita. How to roast and shell? What? You can't, you can't, agriculture. Agriculture. That website. Oh, here we go. How to roast and shell pumpkin seeds? Look at that. Oh my God! Somebody the first did it. time I attempted to roast seeds, uh, I thought there were strange. Blog. Okay, this is a big long blog. Um, okay. Start a use a rolling pin to crack the shells of roasted seeds to get them open. So first you have to roast them. Yes, because they're like well, first you have to dig them out of the fucking pumpkin and get all the shit off. Yeah, clean them takes a long time. Everybody, they're really not easy to clean. Start then you have to roast them. Then you roll them with a rolling pin and split them, and then you pull the seeds out one by one. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why there's a machine that does it in agriculture. So then it says to this little pocket snack is like gold. Remove a lot of gold. seeds from their shells um, so that they can be used in cooking. The best way is to boil the roasted cracked seeds. So then she cracks Jesus. them, then boils them, and then they slip out of their shells. And then she has to separate them all. And there's a lot of like information out there about how to do this online. All, and you know how much you'll get out of it? Like a handful. At the end of all of that, 
from one stupid pumpkin that it's all gross and disgusting and you sat there with on the newspaper and like got <laughs> it all out, right? So bad. Okay, it's my favorite story. Oh my god. So yeah, sorry about that tangent. I had to look it up because I'm like, do people do that? Like apparently, apparently that person does it. The Pinterest Pinteresty bloggy lady does it. So that's just not us. I mean, well, we like Pinterest, but not for pumpkin seed. I'm seed sorry, removal. but you can just buy them like this. And I'm just put buying pocket. pocket snacks. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> what is that from? Like South Park? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've got something in my pocket. Because when like Butters was like tap dancing. Yes. And he, yes. That was the song that he used to play. Oh, so good. Anyways. All right. We'll go look up that episode of South Park and we are going to get ready for a right club. Bright Club. Man, na, 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 na. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Folklore. Fairy tales. Legends. These are traditions from time immemorial, passed from generation to generation. They explain the unknown. They warn against danger. They guide our moral fiber, instilling in us a sense of purpose and goodness. These tales are central to our very being, reminding us that we're one in the same. There is a magic in these stories. So we want to bring these tales to you, to take you into the fold. You'll learn. You'll grow. And the best part? We're making it all up. That's right. We're completely full of shit. Join us for Down to Folk. At DTF Stories across all social media, DTFStories.com, and wherever podcasts are found. Welcome to the Bench Write Club. The first rule of Write Club is you do not write about Write Club. The second rule of Write Club is you do not write about Write Club. Write Club. Okay, Write Club. Right club. So, oh, I should read the right prompt. Club. So, thank you, everybody who wrote in. <laughs> Sorry, Shauna's obsessed officially, uh, and um, I just want to say thank you thank for you the regulars for being our and right club friends. A few folks who wrote in, um. Namely, Madison, a longtime listener, first time writer. Thank you, Madison. And, and of course, we have our regulars, Kayla, Hammer, and Jordan. And then Chad from the Perfect Package podcast, the Podfix Network, and of course, Down to Folk. Also wrote in. So thank you, Chad, and everybody for participating. And we so appreciate you so much. Y'all are champs. Champions, they are You're the champions. Gem. So we're just gonna read the writing. prompt first. Okay. Go. The land had been assaulted during a bitter war. Several centuries later, when it's able to be farmed again, the crops start growing and the farmers discover something odd. And that's it. So the rules were to spend about three minutes under two fifty words and email us the response. So I think Shauna's going to start with Jordan, who I think wrote an epic poem. I'm going to start with Jordan. We haven't read and these at all. And I believe that <laughs> it's titled Reap What You Sow by Brett Jordan. Or Jordan. Or Jordan. 
He has two names. There's like five names now. Okay. Here it is. It is a poem. Millennia. I have waited deep below in the dark. Never have I breached my womb. Never clawing ungratefully towards the warmth above. I am safe here in the dark. Earth heats and cools and shifts and cracks from above. From below, pushing me forward towards the light. A yearning inside me, a yearning inside me never known before. A hunger that calls and crawls and scrapes the earth. Dings and dangs, clinks and clangs from above, from below. Tearing away the firmament of e- the I'm sorry, tearing away the firmament of earth that protected me. I reach gravel and sand and stone. Fall away from my grasp. Who dares disturb my slumber? O light of the heavens that perforated my world, curse you for the drawing me upwards from the earth to bask in your divine intervention. Let me sleep. Let me go back to which to from. Let me. I'm sorry. I'm having such a hard time talking. Let me go back to from which I came. Those before cared not for me. The earth they raped and killed and made infertile. So I withdrew to heal, to dream, to forget your gaze, to mourn my children, to deepen my hatred and seep in my sorrow. And now I am to feed you, shelter you, comfort you, provide for you. You have forgotten. I have not. So eat from my fruit, feed your children my nectar, and let the poison end your days in the sun so you may slumber in the dark. Deep below, you will wait millennia. Wow. That was like a lot. I'm sorry if there was like weird gun shooting in the background because my son has some sort of like electric Pew, it pew, just pew. really went well. Pew, pew, pew. With this. I like thought it was a really time. loud bird. Oh no, that was my son who I just shut out of the hallway from this room who <laughs> has apparently come back. So no, that was intense for Jordan. For Jordan, I, I like, like that it. you responded in poem. Yeah. By the way, everybody, in prose. Be be like you know. Be creative about your responses. This is an example of how, like, the writing prompt doesn't have to be necessarily a, a formed, a narrative story. Or, yeah. Although this does tell a story, which I really like. Sure. This is going to sound so random, but what it reminds me of is like the Giving Tree. Yeah, in a way. I mean, it's not the same. It's different, but something about it. It's just that that feeling of the earth, you know, giving you everything. I don't know. I love it. Good job. Thank you for Jordan. Dings and dangs, clinks and clangs. I'm going to have that in my head for a long time. I like it. I love it. We love it. We love it. Boom, boom, boom. You um, can respond however you like. Everyone that does Right Club or anything else. Okay. Go ahead. What's happening to you? Oh, nothing. You're reading the wrong pages, Patricia. Patricia doesn't sound as cool as Bridge Jordan. <laughs> All right. Anyways, no, I was like wondering if I could put this page. I wanted to put that page down. So I was like just checking that there wasn't like, I don't know, another bit there. Should I do? No, it's Hammer. Hammer or should I do Madison who wants to 
Oh, a country accent. Oh my a god, country accent. You have to do Madison. Okay, do I haven't right read it yet. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my best country accent. So Madison, because you are a special first time writer, long time listener, you get an accent because you asked for it. You asked for it, and you asked for a country accent, which was the one of my weird things I said once when I meant like a southern accent. <laughs> so you're, oh, yeah. you must be <laughs> a true. That. You're, that's like a deep cut. You really, you're rule. really, you get us, and you, you must be a true fan. Deep so. into it, Madison. Okay, well I have to think of my country accent, <laughs> which is not a southern accent. <laughs> which is anyone who's southern or has any accent at all, I apologize prior <laughs> to this because, as Madison knows, or you're welcome. Yeah. I don't know. Or you're way. welcome. <laughs> I mean, however you want to take it. Maybe this is a good thing for you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like not laugh. Okay. Well, I'll be, Farmer Dan said as he approached the field. I ain't never seen anything like this in my 35 years of farming, <laughs> Farmer Bob exclaimed. I mean, I know, I knew they had that nasty war out around these parts a few hundred years back, but what are the odds of this? Dan asked. Well, I mean, you never know what'll happen. And it was a lot of death. A lot of death in a tiny place, I guess. But really, what are the odds of this happening here in my cornfields? <laughs> I sure don't know, Bob. But at least you don't have to spend the money on a new scarecrow. Well, looky there, Dan. A bright side to this whole ordeal. <laughs> well, listen here, Dan. How do you think I go about telling the wife... We got ourselves an entire articulated skeleton hanging around the cornfields. <laughs> I love it. So that was good. my best country accent ever. That was like ever. pretty good, actually. That's I a, mean, I don't know what dialect I was doing. That was a good, yeah. No, it's country. So you don't have to like just, say just specifically. Country. No dialect. Yeah. So. I love it. That Madison, was good. That was I love, great. I love that dialogue too. It was awesome. Ah, super Yay, funny. Yay, Madison. Thank you. Right back again. Please, right back again, y'all. Come y'all. back here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to do Hammer, Kayla, or Chad? Uh, I don't care. Just hand me one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be choosy. I'm You're not gonna, gonna do a country accent. I'm not gonna do a country accent. Also, it may make no sense with this one, but we'll find out. <laughs> Maybe you should just go for it because <laughs> that really worked with the last one. The land had been cur- Oh, I'm sorry. This is Hammer. <laughs> I should have said that up front. Hammer. Hammer. All right. The land had been cursed. Mira knew it. Her mother knew it. Her mother's mother knew it, and so on. No one knew the origin of the defeat that led to this and the reason the people had chosen to stay there for centuries, even though the land had become barren after being salted for the people's enemy. The people called themselves farmers, but no one had farmed the land for years, and they subsisted on what they could gain through barter with nearby settlements. And it was never enough, and the rub... The rumble in Mira's stomach became as familiar as the lifeless dirt beneath her. That is until the day a careless apple core tossed in the dirt produced a single single green sprout. The people gathered round to stare at it, but they soon lost interest. Little changed about it in the course of a few hours, so many of them went home to confer with their grumbling bellies about the lack of taste in the old bread they got from the nearby settlement and how ridiculous it was that anyone would care about a pathetic little sprout no matter how green it was. Not Mira. 
She kept vigil beside that sprout through the night and for weeks. Her stomach's gurgling was her only companion until one day a pod formed on the end of the sprout and the pod opened. Out walked a fully formed human the size of Miro's palm. He dropped a handful of seeds around him, which quickly grew into new sprouts that developed their own pods. Soon Miro would grow an army and seek revenge on those who had wronged the people. She knew it. Her mother knew it. Her mother's mother knew it. And so on. Oh, oh, I want to read the whole thing. Pod people are the best people. This is great, Hammer. I want, this is such an interesting story. I, I'm, I love it. We want more. We want the I whole want thing. More. Of you have that five story. days. Turn it in. More. I need another chapter. That's good. I like it. I was so creative. Also, <coughs> I'm sorry. Something you can't see. As I'm reading it out loud, but every time she said the people, people is capitalized. So it's like the people, the people's enemy. It's like they are a group called the people. The people. Yeah, just yeah. so you know, that's like a like a no, title a for visual. that group. Yeah, because um, it kind of changes the way you understand it. it I guess you know what yeah. I mean. Because I I realized that as I was reading it, but awesome! Wow, the little person that comes out of the a fully formed human. It's like Thumbelina, but different. Yeah. And also very different because it's like pretty dark. Okay, but I like it. It's. I mean, you're probably gonna be like, really, it's not like Thumbelina. But didn't Thumbelina come out of a flower or something? I don't know where tulip. She they came out came of a from. tulip. Oh, maybe. Or there's a picture in the book of that. No, I. Well, way back when I used to watch fairy tale theater, this ah. is how I know everything in my life. I remember that there was a tulip, and the lady kissed the leaves, and Thumbelina came out of it. I'm pretty sure it was a tulip. It's random. I don't know why I knew that. Okay, Trish is gonna read the next one. She's apparently reading. I it was now. looking at the way the way the story reads differently, knowing that people the people is like capitalized. It's like because a group. It's, yeah, yeah, like anyways, like a tribe or something. Yeah, it's like the people. All right, I am going to read Kayla's our sharpie. Okay, people, and then <laughs> okay, people. I'm not gonna get that out of my head now. <laughs> Go. Uh, all right. Um, Jean stepped outside and felt the early morning sun shining down on her. She hardly slept last night for the excitement. It had been a long, long time since anything good came out of these lands. The battles for supremacy so many centuries ago had taken their toll. The land had first been devastated by the wars, then declared a neutral area in memory of those who had fallen. But now, as studies have shown that the ground could once again support crops... The world decided that its need for food outweighed the need for memory. Hmm. The world didn't forget, though. The statue gleamed in the sun from half a mile away. It was large enough that she could see it from the doorstep. A mixture of animals, a great bulldog here, a mighty horse there, a symbol of coming together. Jean was just about to go join her papa in the harvest when her brother, who also moved her who also moved here to start the family farm, came running with a handful of cherries. Jean, Jean, you have to try one. You won't believe it. She took one as he approached, her breathing hard from the sun, and popped it in her mouth. It wasn't sweet. It was... What was that flavor? Is that alcohol? <laughs> her brother nodded, his face frozen in surprise. It had seeped into the soil. Taste great versus less filling taste great versus less filling 
It looks like the legacy of the beer wars still lives on today. <laughs> uh, fuck that last lineup because that's like a perfect Kayla twist right there. Right? I love it. Where it's like all serious and you're like, what's going to happen? And then it's like the beer wars. <laughs> It's amazing. We are fans of um, alcohol-soaked fruit here on the bench, as you know. So um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would like a beer. cherry soaked in beer, though. <laughs> I don't know because, like, never tried it. I've never muddled your mint in that, Shauna. <laughs> I don't drink beer anymore. It's I too am. bad because I like beer, and yeah. sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, like a cold, refreshing beer. But it's like gluten, though. It just it's like a big glass of gluten. <laughs> And it makes my stomach hurt. Like I, I literally can't drink it a anymore. Big glass like I'll have like a sip or something if I was drinking one, but I like I just it makes my stomach feel so bad that I like can't drink it anymore. Which so is, is tragic, that why is that everyone. why the statue is a great bulldog, a mighty horse? Like are those beer? I don't know what the bulldog is, but the horse is. I don't know. <laughs> either one. I don't know the horse is either. Kayla, I can't interpret this statue. I kind of want to. Everybody's though. yelling right now because everyone know. probably knows. They're all we like, don't. those are cla- Well, isn't oh the well? Oh, I'm thinking of the bullfrog, like the <laughs> Budweiser, like the that's a frog, right? That commercial. Are you looking at beer commercials with no, bulldogs? I'm looking at beer bulldogs. Okay, hold okay, on. Okay, we're gonna figure this out, Kayla. Bulldogs beer. Oh. Oh, that looks like it's like a fancy one. Hmm. I don't know. We don't know what this Mighty is. Mighty horse. I mean, are there clips that go along with this? Because we we might need to see those commercials. We might need more information, okay? Because this is gonna be an illustrated story. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> with also like like a like a you know, like a record book where it's like bring and you like turn the pages and there's like pictures yeah i need all of that thank you i mean provide that next time i think that would be a good extra to have (laughs) i don't know but i think chad might mention the wendigo which is if you listen to down the folk down to folk um a lot of our bench lean stories have been featured and the wendigo and a humble farmer come up often so this is like an inside joke inside of a joke inside of a bench right club Inside of an enigma. It's like an Easter egg. Wrapped in an enigma. Okay. Hello, ladies. I want to like read it like he does, but I can't because do I don't it. have his do, voice. Do his voice. I can't. Wait. I know I'm, I've got the wrong voice, though. I've got the other guy's voice, the like British guy. Okay, never mind. Lord Warrington. Yeah. Come on, dude. For centuries in the township of humility, a war raged between the farmers and a herd group gaggle. I don't know what they're called, but it was a metric fuck ton of Wendigos. (laughs) (laughs) They hated the farmers. One day, without warning, they vanished. The Wendigos, not the farmers. They were cool. (laughs) Many more centuries later, because the farmers of humility were soft little snowflakes and they felt safer waiting a proportional amount of time after the final Wendigo sighting to move along with their lives... One by one, each humble farmer emerged from his humble house on his or her humble farm, (laughs) slowly returning and adjusting to the new normal way of life. They began trading with the farmers that lived on the outskirts of humility. The slightly less humble farmers started moving deeper into town to become officially humble farmers. (laughs) Some moved out of the area completely, yup, 
those are the formerly humble farmers. One day, a humble farmer discovered an ancient chest. Before he could open it, an ethereal being appeared before him. Now is not the time for this and this is not our home, she said to him, although he doesn't remember if her lips moved, but her voice seemed to surround and fill him. You must wait nine weeks before you can open this sacred container, and then, and only then, will your full story be told, probably by a bald man with identity issues sitting by a campfire. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. 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 I love it. Where's the Wendigo, I reckon. Awesome. Great. Chad. I did not keep my voice. I realized I lost it like halfway and then I like picked up a new voice and then I did a different (laughs) voice at the end. And that's why you're such a good voice actor. And they all kind of sound the same because I'm not very good at that. (laughs) No, neither one of us. Yeah, our our voice (laughs) acting career has, you know, fizzled out by the campfire. It's okay. You that was point. great. Oh my gosh, they're all so different. No, but mm. they really were all so different. Like, we need I love a shirt. It. I need to make a shirt that says that they're yeah. all so different. Right club. They're all so different because <laughs> we say it every time. But it's true. I love it. I love yeah. that you can give people one prompt and they will. One person will write a super serious like uh, like a poem. Yeah. yeah. Some somebody will write like a funny thing about beer. Someone will write like a story about you know this like civilization of people, people. Yeah. yeah somebody will write something about you know like skeletons humble oh the skeletons yeah i mean yeah. like i lost all of them there was not too many to think of but like that is freaking cool everybody it makes me happy okay oh it really makes us happy it's for like, reals I, i'm not i feel like i sound sarcastic but i'm i'm not i just don't know how to sound sincere anymore no but we like, love I reading all the different sincere. yeah like if you're just a listener thinking about how you also like to write things and maybe you could do it one like do it just please do it do. please do it even if there's a past prompt you've heard and you're like oh i did write something but then i never got around to sending it in like send it to us we will look at it we will read we it we will love it and if you want us to we'll read it on the show because the more the merrier man it's just encouraging us all to write maybe not us this week because you know um excuses yes but but like i have to say like this just like it, it's so fun because we get to read these and I just had like so many worlds in my mind right yeah. now from all those yeah. different places and i feel like i like went somewhere or something which you is did. good because i haven't really been a lot of places you did so. go somewhere that's what what writing is and that's what reading is <laughs> and that's what this podcast is about that's what writing is <laughs> so thank you so much everybody for sending your writing in we love you all you were the best and <laughs> <laughs> and also Check us out on Patreon. We have a bunch of content there. And if you can just pitch in pennies on the dollar, we'll probably have to be a dollar because I don't know if you can like put pennies into it. A hundred pennies on the dollar. In case you don't know how many pennies are on a dollar. (laughs) And if you don't, then then you're really young. Yeah, I mean if you want to support the show five years old. All our efforts that we put into procrastinating, we're we would love that. We have a lot of adjacent um content, and there's going to be more 
uh, so much more mm-hmm. and possibly a guide at some point to as seen on TV, Sky Mall <laughs> and other. I mean, you're going to want that. I'm I just mean, saying I'm building it up because it's going to be big. You might need that in your life. It's going to be huge. I mean, apparently we do. So <laughs> you might too. <laughs> so please come join our Patreon and be part of our world. We're also on social media everywhere at two the number two girls on a bench. Talk to us there. We might respond back when we occasionally <laughs> visit. And um, if you want to check out other shows that are part of our network, it's the podcastnetwork.com. Podfix. Did I say podcast network? <laughs> <laughs> That's so lame. What a lame name for a network. It's not the podcast network because that would just be all like millions of podcasts in the world. It's the Podfix network. Get your fix of podcasts on the Podfix Network. I'm all because people are going to be like the podcast network. And <laughs> yeah, then you're like, that's com. not it. I bet there is a network called that. Probably, but it's, it's not, not our, ours. It's not our network. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Keep writing. Keep snacking. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.